0: everybody welcome to another edition of jizz talking here this week we are with the one and only sean elliott and sean is uh you know sean just told me off air that uh, he couldn't remember what he had for lunch but boy he's going to try and remember what he had 40 years ago for a lot of other things
1: (laughs) that's right patrick how you doing sean (laughs) i'm good patrick it's good to see you it's good to be on hi everybody
0: you have been on a lot of shows and you've added
1: a lot of commentary and fill in, and
0: I thought, you know, by golly, it's time to give you your own week. How about that?
1: I am honored. I am I am honored. A little nervous, but I'm excited about talking. It'll be fun. The
0: pressure is on. Now, um, okay. next week, I want to point out we've got Dan from Exotica who is going to be on with us, and that should really fill the room up with a lot of folks who are in the industry who really have a lot of questions about Exotica and the future of Exotica in 2021, so we can't wait until we have that. But Sean, uh, let's, let's talk about um, your past and uh, when you
1: got started and how you got started. Well, great. Well, first of all, thank you for having me on again, Patrick. I'm glad I met you a few months back and, and I think it's fantastic what you do here. Uh, and and the, 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 the talent and the former talent and the people on are great people. I've become friends with a lot of them. Uh, shout out to Aaron. And Kathy, but what I did, when I started, um, the short story is my, my parents coming from a Jewish Italian home, my parents wanted a lawyer or a doctor. And I said, I'm going to be an actor. And then they disowned me basically. And I said, I'm going to move to New York. And I moved to New York in 77. And, uh, I got into the actor studio. I studied under Charlie Lawton. Lee Strasberg taught a class. And I, I, found something I, uh, apparently they thought I was good at. Mm-hmm. And I said, okay, this is what I'm going to do for a profession. It's not that easy. And, and um, I one day was reading in Backstage or one of the magazines there, maybe the Village Voice, and there was a call for talent for adult movie. And I went down to the village, or it must have been the village voice. I went down to the village, and I walk into the room, and there's, like, 20 guys, maybe more, 30, 40 guys. And an old man, I never recognized any of these people, didn't know it. It's not the usual audition people. I didn't really recognize anybody, and this except one girl. And one girl comes up, and she's looking around at the men, and she came up to me, like, very quickly and sat next to me and said, uh, uh, Do you like pleasure? I said, Well a loaded question. Yeah, I like Pleasure. I'm like 24 years old. I love Pleasure. Who are you? And about a half hour later, I walk into this little room, and I'm introduced to Lenny Kurtman and Zebedee Colt. And they said, we want you to boff this girl. And it was Pleasure Ames was her name. She was a dancer, big yobs. And I said, Sure. And they had the camera and the microphone. I'm not used to all that for for that. And um, apparently I passed the test. And that's how, and they, they sent me to the stills I'd be glad to, I'll wait for a question, but I'd be glad to tell you about that shoot because my very first shoot was kind of infamous. They got busted. It was nuts.
0: Wow. Yeah. Was there a lot of that uh, going on where you were getting arrested for this or that, or was that just in L.A.? Uh,
1: you know, Patrick, it was it never happened in New York. It, we Kurtman, uh he was too open. Uh, we we went up to the Catskills. Uh, they Jim South brought in ta- female talent from the West Coast for this, and he was shooting a series of movies. And all of us were really young, and part of the job. And this is what I think might interest the the, the base, the fan base, uh, because it's a little different how it was then. It was before video, and it was film would have magazines in it, so I might one day be uh, changing magazines, Uh, I might be holding the boom microphone, I might be talent. So, we go up, a group of us in different cars, Ron Jeremy was the the name on that shoot, and um, Copper Penny, me, I just, just made the name Sean Elliott recently, and it was my very first shoot, and by the way, I had been married for two years, and I told my wife, I need the bunny to audition, so I'm going. And she, that was kind of a downfall of our marriage. And I went up there, and uh, it was a blast. But one day, um, there I, I was magazine changer that day, and I had to drive back to the city and drop off the finished film. When I did, the person I dropped it off to, this guy, got a phone call from – the director and then Ron Jeremy gets on the phone with me and he says, don't bring the film to the guy. I had already done it. He said, we got to get out of jail. Everybody got pinched. And I was the only one on that set that didn't get busted. It wasn't me. (laughs) I kept working, (laughs) but it got pinched. And one of the movies that I know came out, which I think is in my IAFD. Is it IAFD guys? IADF? I don't know. Um, was uh, something about co-ed teasers. I think that was the name of it. And that set was nuts. I broke my arm on that set. If you see my scenes in in each movie, I got a broken arm because me and two of the girls and another actor went back to the New York to party and we went downtown and apparently this block didn't like us. It was two girls and one got on her knees and pushed me over on the ground. I fell and I broke my wrist. So I went, went to the hospital They wrapped it up. It was crazy back then, Patrick. And what are we going to do? So we gave no names. And when the doctors went away, we all ran back in the car and drove up to the Catskills. And I I did my acting scene, my first porn movie, with a broken arm. (laughs) We kept shooting. They got busted. They got out of jail. And we kept shooting.
0: Wow. Interesting story. Uh, Let's let's switch things over to... uh... Kathy and Kathy was Kathy is like one of our first people in today. So I knew she was all ready to go. Kathy, what's going on today?
2: Oh, it's a good day. I did a reading and um, That was really fun and now I'm back on zoom. Um, I really it's it's really interesting to um, hear Sean talk. Um, I'm wondering how you came up with the waspy name of Sean Elliott. Being Jewish <laughs> and Italian, that is great. I love how people got their porn names, and I've even written articles about it. So how'd you, how'd you name yourself?
1: First of all, hi, Kathy. Hi. I just started reading one of your books. I'm not going to name it yet, because I don't want to embarrass myself if I forget it properly. Yeah. Uh, and I'm sorry I missed you today. I was actually uh, with my daughter. Um, but it's good to see you. Well, interestingly enough, I, it wasn't it's not worth writing about Sean was a name I liked it was close to Steve and I always thought well two first names now remember I was an after and SAG actor so I had Stephen S.E.P.H. he had B. Gold there was a Stephen Gold something in the director's guild or something I couldn't use it so I was Stephen B. Gold on the other side because I was working a soap opera at that time so I came up with okay, Sean, and I I really wish I could give you a great story, but I don't know. It just stuck. And you're right, from and queens, just didn't seem to work. (laughs) But that's what I kept. That was it.
2: I enjoyed it. Yeah. Now, now you worked with um, Cecil Howard, right? Was it Snake Eyes that you you worked on with him? I'm trying to think of... I can't remember. This
1: this is where my research came in well today, because the memory wasn't so hot. So... The first thing I did with Tessel, uh, so actually, it was Ron Sullivan who said, I'd like you to meet him. And, and he sent me over. And I and he hired me for, I think it was, Masc- it was Mascara. Okay. With, uh, and my scenes with uh, Lisa DeLeo. Tiffany Clark was in that. Ron was in that. Ron seemed to have been in all five of, like, 10, 11. I always say I did, like, 11 movies, but my penis is probably at 50 of them. <laughs> a lot of cocaine <laughs> so but anyway i did mascara and uh about a year later i started getting a lot of work in 82 a five or six uh, film and then um i'm very thankful for that and then i he called me back and i did uh scoundrels with him mm-hmm. and i really loved doing that that was great i loved doing that movie
2: Good. It was, he, a movie. He was- yeah he he really and wrote really wonderful scripts for him and randall and he was a great yeah. director and he hired people who could act so it was really a pleasure as a viewer and a reviewer to watch so that's that's really great thank you thank
1: you thank you uh and i i felt that too and i'm trying to be humble with that but and i was never cocky but maybe they saw something in me that i wish other people had seen too and they and if you look at the timeline i didn't do a lot but when i did i got really good film work i mean the movies that i did with the people that i got blessed to work with was really cool and i appreciate cecil for uh for seeing that and they called me back Uh, ron uh, Henri picard hired me early for a a movie called the widespread scandals of lydia lace (laughs) and um casey remembers that and wow that was cool and, um, then like six, seven months later, he, 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 hired me for, um, and I drew a blank, but it was, it was, it was a more meaty role. It was something I'll it'll come to me or I'll, I'll, I'll have notes over here if I need them, but so they saw something in me and I, and I appreciated that. I, I have a regret that, uh, I left when I did. And, and there's reason for that, and hopefully Patrick will ask me that later.
3: But right I know now, we don't. I know we don't typically like to cut in on these, but Patrick was just showing off our uh, widespread of Lydia Lace posters, and um, I'm oh going to yeah. show this to Sean too, see, because I'm going to have to send it his way. Um, this is actually signed by Cecil Howard. Oh my lord, Jerry Butler. And it'll be visiting you after the holidays.
1: I'll be I'd be glad to sign it for you. Yeah, there's that poster. I can't believe how you guys find these things. That's fantastic.
3: That was probably mine.
1: <laughs> I signed too. Yep. Yeah. Isn't it so neat how it used to be, Kathy? Hey Rich, hey, what's up? Happy Hanukkah for you, baby Chinooka. What's up, baby? <laughs> um but uh how it used to be with the lights i mean the young ones when you go down at the melody you go down and see the theaters and the lights i mean it was as big as uh it was big as the great white way it was so cool to look at
0: well would you say sean that your your breakout movie you might say was a movie called luscious
1: yeah it wasn't that real really big but budget but uh it was chuck vincent was behind it and he had uh, Kathy or Richard, you remember, or, uh, Eric, too, uh, uh, Bill Slobodian? Did that name ring a bell? Yes. He worked yeah. for Chuck. Yes. And he had a right-hand guy named Pear, who I think was from uh, Sweden or something.
2: Larry Rubin. Was that Kansas's husband? Um, I think I, th- I think it might... later they got married. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I
1: think they did blonde haired guy. Yes. He...
2: Hands. Very handsome. There aren't that many pairs from Sweden. So it had, I think it had to be him. Yeah.
1: Yeah. He, they got married. I did hear that, but that's all I knew. But luscious was, uh, was a uh, bill's idea. And he wanted to shoot a film that was on video. Uh, that was on video. I believe it might not be, but it was close to that time. And, um, it was going to be filmed in Puerto Rico and it was filmed at the Condado beach down in Puerto Rico. And I mean, the talent I had, I had Samantha Fox. And, uh, uh, I played a guy named Ramon Patrick and I had to have an accent. Um, and it's the girls are coming down, uh, there. And Ramon runs, uh, works for the hotel and he meets the guests. And then the fun begins. And, uh, I had a lot of good scenes in that. I think I had to have three, three uh, money scenes, and uh, I had a lot of dialogue. It was cool. Cool. Well, I just
0: went through some of the movies that you were in and uh, the amount of talent that you worked with. I, I, just the females alone, you have Bambi Woods and Kay Parker and Lee Carroll, Veronica Hart, Sharon Kane, Joanna Storm, Samantha Fox, Jeannie Silver, Sue Nero, who said you were very hot. I've got a message for you in a bit uh sharon mitchell and delay those are just the females that were in these movies those that was the creme de la creme of of talent i mean my god you couldn't have you couldn't have hit a lottery any better than than those numbers right there
1: and you know if you have that that beautiful chocolate cake and you love it and then but when but then years later you go man that was the best cake that's how it was i man. The people, especially after I started meeting you and watching this, I go, I was blessed. I work with the, the best on the East Coast anyway, I think ever, ever. Uh, Samantha Fox. And they all have backstories. And that's what that's what I can carry now at this age. Right. And I know Richard uh, could say the same thing. And Eric, we knew people that did a living that a lot of people just don't do. It's uh, to be an actor or an actress is one thing, but to be an actor, in your birthday suit, it away, that's a whole different gig. And, uh, and to be able to do that and it stay in character. So to do it with those people, Patrick, yeah, you're right. I, no arguments, brother. No arguments. Richard,
0: Richard Pacheco was, would you agree that that
1: would be a good lottery to hit? You'd hit that lottery.
4: Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's a hell of a resume. Um,
1: Thanks, Richard. Coming from you, that because you're a star. I mean, coming from you. Well, so um, are you. Thank you.
4: You know, one of the reason I'm on the show, and I, is that I cross paths with so many of the same people that you cross paths with, and yet I never met you, I never saw you. You weren't you weren't uh, on the West Coast very often, and you know, if at all, I don't know. So I'm here as a fan today because I've sort of met you in the afterlife uh, on Facebook, and I like what you have to say, and I like who you appear to be. So I'm here to hear your story. Um, and uh, I'm happy to be a fan today.
1: <laughs> no words. Thank you. I'm a big fan of yours. Um, John Steinbeck. I loved man. That movie just <laughs> owned it, owned it. I purposely chose to come in and stay under the, uh, the wire. I was blessed Oh, I'll be cocky for a minute. That's what you want on, on this, I guess. They were giving me movies all the time. Anytime they wanted it, I could have something, virtually. Gerald Damiano would have hired me on the spot for anything. And um, Gerard, I should say. But I was trying to go mainstream. And uh, I, unfortunately, uh, uh, kill myself now, you'll hang up on me. But I, I wasn't judgmental towards it, but I was a little embarrassed. You know, it's had the Jewish guilt. <laughs> I got a niece in Buffalo. She's gonna see my schwanz. I don't want that. So I was working uh, regularly on a soap opera called Another World in '81 and '82. I had been in uh, some mainstream movies. i worked with James Caan in a movie called Chapter Two. I worked in in a movie uh, called Gloria, Prince of the City. I had a bit part. So I was doing that and going to class, and then I. At first, it was about the money. What I didn't know is how much I would love the people because they were making movies. And they, they, they were humble and they were, they were important and they wanted to do something. And I, my one regret, and I've said it to you, Patrick, my one regret is I shouldn't have walked out. I, I should have stayed another decade. I could have been like Richard <laughs> or John Leslie and all that. I was a little skinnier, but I could have done it. Karen. I can't hear you.
0: Oh, that's fine. Um, any, McClellan, Karen. Somebody's got it. There you go. Um, We're going to switch it over to Mickey Lynn. And Mickey is with us today. Hi, a, Mickey. Uh,
5: hey, I got your text today, Sean. And I didn't know who it was from. And I'm like, who is this crazy guy texting me? But I, I wanted to
1: see you. Yes. I, 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 I wanted to make sure that we had an even... Uh, 12 dozen and you're, uh, you're the Baker's dozen. You're the dozen.
5: I'm glad to help. How are you doing this Sunday?
1: I'm doing pretty good. My football team won yesterday. Buffalo Bills go Bills. So I feel there pretty good. There
5: you left. go. That's always good. I'm in yeah. Facebook jail again for something that I posted in 2017. So if you don't see me posting until tomorrow or the next day, I, oh. I don't know what happened.
1: Oh, Lord. Can you talk about it? <sighs>
5: It was about people sending dick pics to me. I told them, if you send me a dick pic, I'm gonna block you, and I'm not. I don't want to see your dick. That's it. I told them. And 2017, I guess Facebook found it and they blocked me. So I went on today to see if you guys were gonna be on, and it said I couldn't post anything. So I called Aaron shame. and I said to Aaron, "I'm in Facebook jail. What am I gonna do?" <laughs> oh do
1: Lord. To Work
5: with you. I never got to work with you.
1: I, would, I, would I could have that. gotten
5: to work with those guys.
1: You came in about, I left in 84, 85. You came in just I think, a tad after that, I think.
5: In 91, I came in.
1: 91.
5: Yeah I, worked oh, at, yeah. yeah, I worked in New York in Show World. I was a booth girl oh, there. And
1: big Show World. All yes. the way.
5: And then I went out to Jim South. And then I 200 and something movies later. But, you know, like you, I worked with great people in
1: the 90s yeah yeah did you uh ever get a chance to work with Richard or uh, Eric or anybody that I don't
5: know if I did I know I don't think I never got to work with them my brain my old lady brain is it doesn't want to like I can't remember
1: well whoever's in LA if I I told it to Patrick you find the old farts home I think my wife will give me permission and We'll get us all together, and the one that gets it up wins. And then we'll just work. We'll do a movie together.
5: I think that's a great idea. I'll, <laughs> I, I'd I'll do it. I'll
1: I'd come do back. It. I would, too. Definitely. That's, that's committed. i do it.
5: That's what me and Christy me, me and Christy uh, Kenyon are thinking about doing that. We're thinking about doing, like, me and her doing a scene and then going out and touring. So that, I don't know
1: who would want to see us, but... <laughs> you, baby.
5: <laughs> what, you guys? Can I give it a
1: shot? No pun intended.
5: Yeah, no, definitely. I seen you playing on your, uh, your ba- is it your bass the other day on Facebook?
1: Uh, nice. I took up this guitar a few years ago just to keep busy. And uh, yeah, just, a, no, it's six-string guitar. Thanks.
5: I I'm like having fun it.
6: with it. Hope you- and, I was,
5: and I was traveling through your Facebook. I love all the photos of your son and your daughter. Yeah. Great photos. Yeah. My, I took my I took my son to get a senior <clears throat> pictures last week.
1: Awesome! That's great. Graduating
5: high school, so it's like Congrats I. Congrats
1: to you know, him. Keep him close.
5: Always good to
1: see you. Yeah, good to good see to you, you too. Thank you for coming on. You bet. Thanks a lot,
0: Mickey. You bet. Hey, we uh, if if nothing else, we're international tonight. We have Tara with
1: us from Canada. Tara, how are we doing?
6: Not too bad. Hi, Sean.
1: Hi, Tara. How's it going? Eh.
6: Uh, not too bad.
1: Good. Where in Canada are you?
6: Um, Pembroke, Ontario.
1: Anywhere near Hamilton or Toronto area?
6: Uh, not exactly. Maybe oh. more near Hamilton.
1: Well, you've made my pictures. My photos look really great and a lot of other people, so it's good to talk to you, Tara, honey. It's been very nice to uh, to you.
6: I enjoy. It. I have fun doing it, so...
1: Do you have a question? Oh. I'll take Patrick's job. Do you have a question for Sean? I yeah. <laughs> well,
6: I'm, I'm a big fan of Scoundrels.
1: One of my favorites. And okay.
6: a, one of my favorite uh, actresses is uh, Tigger, and you got to work with her?
1: I did. A, uh, both, you, both you and
6: Richard Pacheco.
1: <laughs> what? Pardon?
6: Richard Pacheco, he got to act with Tigger, too.
1: Oh, he yeah. So High Coastal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Tigger I worked with a couple of times, but uh, she was just uh, Richard you'll grab on this she was a good chick she was great her and when I what she used to, I guess I could say this she was very close with Sharon Mitchell back in the day. They were running buddies, right? And mm-hmm. um, I got hired for scoundrels, and uh, it opens the scene because it's a kitchen scene, and I play her boyfriend. And Ron, Jeremy, and Lisa B are the parents. And the first scene was shot uh, by Fred Lincoln. Again, I can't remember what I had for lunch today. This I remember. Shot by <laughs> Fred Lincoln, and uh, he did it in slow-mo. And I've got positive. One of you guys to look at that, but I've heard that it won some award. I didn't go out to Las Vegas. I, Like I said, I stayed under the table. But, I, but that was a slow-motion scene. It was me, uh, Tigger, and another...
6: Mar- Marilyn, uh, McGee.
1: Marilyn, G- Marilyn Gee, Marilyn G. Right, and uh, it was a great scene, and and, and uh, it was it was a good movie. But I knew that movie was different from some of the other stuff that I had done. That was that was highbrow, and Fred Lincoln was unbelievably cool. Hair down to here, sunglasses, going out with Tiffany Clark at the top, uh, married to Tiffany, and uh, he directs well. So thank you for that. I love Scoundrels.
6: Yeah, it's one of the ones you have a sling on your arm for, too, or you have a cast on your arm in the scene with Lisa B.
1: Can I talk about that scene? Yeah. Lisa B was reminds me kind of a Ron Hud in the female version. Lisa B was a esoteric, artsy girl and sexy as all get out to me, and uh we had a scene in scoundrels as you're referring to. Well, I'm going to share something on that scene. (laughs) So Cecil wanted acrobat. Uh, That was Cecil Howard, I think, right? Whoever it was, they wanted acrobatics and all this stuff. And um, there was a lot of stuff going on and I got pretty worked up and I thought that uh, and Larry Ravine I think was on camera and I thought they said shoot, funny so I did
6: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I did and he goes no, no, not now, too late so we're in a loft in New York this guy used to rent out this big loft, beautiful place and they did some other scenes, came back They ha- if you look at that that scene they cut it in such a way where it opens up with me they just got the end of that then we reverse it and without getting too graphic there's a scene that you can fake anything and Lisa pulled, uh, pulls her head up and it's pretty much it did the whole scene there and then we got the major shot and then after it was all done we were laughing so hard everybody left the room and then we stayed together for about another half an hour just to work out the stress she was a son of a gun that girl and uh, there's a lot of fun things on a movie set whether it's adult or i'll share some other stuff if you're interested uh, other types of sets and that i see when on tv you start seeing now the people really talk about that and and that, that experience is really i think where the act, where the talent feels it because you remember something personal about that day which is really cool that's what i love
6: yeah. You worked again with her on Debbie uh, Does Dallas too.
1: I did. Oh man, you got a great memory. Please yeah, with Jesse. <laughs> she, you're you're a consciously good man. Uh, Jamie St. John, who stayed at my house with a couple of people from California. Oh, let me show you a picture. This summer, I look what I found. So, this will be a fun story. Ask me about this in a minute. You recognize this girl? Richard. I
6: can't see at the moment, but maybe Patrick does.
1: Uh, this girl this girl's real name is well, her name is Mary H. I don't maybe give that out, but she went by the name of Tammy lamb so okay, yeah she stayed at my house for the summer with a, a bunch of young kids, I call them young because they were like twenty nineteen I was like twenty four uh This is a buddy of mine, and Tammy was showing them the ways of uh you think you're from Queens, New York? Well, I'm from Hollywood. We're going to have fun. And I took the picture and he got so pissed off because he was doing something and he didn't want to be photographed. I found this when I found some, uh, old movies that I had done. And I'll show you this. So my wife always says squirrel and it gets me back in focus. So I'm going off on a tangent. So say squirrel, uh, <laughs> Was it Lisa B we were talking about
6: yeah yeah, Lisa B <laughs> yeah it
1: was again it's just the that it was really the offset stuff, but the 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 as far as pure acting for me, it was luscious, it was scoundrels um I'm trying to think what else I did, maybe Bascara. uh peoples was um uh, i only I just had to react uh on that movie that was that was really good working with um what was Samantha's husband's name?
0: Bobby Astor.
1: Yeah, yeah, he was, he was awesome. Just react from his, his talent. He was amazing. So and that's the easiest part of acting, Richard. That's the easiest part of acting, I think. You're just reacting off somebody that's giving you good stuff. If you listen to them and you see where they're going, you don't talk as much as I'm talking now. You just, you just it's all of the eyes of the body language. You just do it. The rest is gravy.
0: All right, Tara, well, thanks for stopping by, and then we'll, we'll check thanks, it out. We, we wrap things up. Casey's been nodding, yes, 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 the whole time. Hi,
1: Casey. Bye, buddy. Hey, how are, how are you? How you doing, bro?
0: <laughs> Good. Yeah, I recognize
7: that was Tammy Lamb, and she was in Scoundrels, and um, then her scene in Scoundrels was later reused in Star Angel because Howard was cheap by 1986. So, <laughs> yeah, because the movie wasn't, was only an hour long, so he added that scene to make it longer
1: but <laughs> she didn't, she wasn't, are you talking about the uh, hot tub? Yes. Yeah. With,
7: he recycled she didn't, that she, scene. She, she wasn't Star happy. I,
1: I'm not going to go deep with that. We'll talk, but she was yeah. not happy with
7: that scene at all. No. I, yeah. Yeah. But, I figured she wouldn't be. Um, but yeah. yeah. Good to see you. Good. Thank good you to for see being you,
1: here. Yeah.
7: Um So I think we, I think we've talked about mascara before and you know, I love mascara, but, and you talked about a bit about Leonard Kurtman, I think it's interesting that you started out with him, which I didn't know because he has a reputation of being one of the worst guys on the East Coast. Cheap. And did you say he that you had? It, to, not
1: me.
7: And did you say that you had to pay for your audition? I
1: didn't have to pay for the audition, but Ron called us up and he said, "You don't give those magazines away, please." We wanted to make sure that all the talent got out of jail and got paid. That's a fact. Oh,
7: okay. Because and we did. That's, they all did. that's very much a that's very much a Curtman thing. He would have his crew pay him to be part of a film school and then they were the ones who were shooting his movies for he wasn't paying them. They were paying him for the opportunity to make movies.
1: Well, I didn't know that, but that would make yeah. sense. I thought it was all a collaborative effort. I'm holding a oh, phone no. microphone. I'm changing magazines. I, I could have. Oh, been, no. Others are cooking dinner. Maybe. <laughs> you got
7: away <wait> cheap. <laughs> yeah, we did. Well, that's the interesting thing. And that's what I was going to ask, because a lot of people who work with him did not continue in the business because they were like, this is what it's like. I don't want to do this. <laughs> so you got to work with the actual directors who knew what they were doing after yeah. that so what was like in comparison I mean I, I haven't heard one good thing about the man maybe you'll change that tonight but
2: <laughs>
1: no I, w- I won't and again I, I don't want to throw in the negatives unless, because I, right, I, I of don't course. know my boundaries but I'll put it this way mm-hmm. when you work with Henri Picard and when one works with Cecil right and one meets through you know wherever you are uh, uh, Gerard Damiano or Anthony Spinelli. When you talk to these people, this guy is am. It's like, what the hell? I mean, it's wrong right. in so many places, <laughs> and I learned that rather quickly. Mm-hmm. And and it was a kind of a shady time too. And I mean, Zeb- Zebedee Cole was a Broadway actor, yeah. and and by that time he was old, and there was he's dead now. God bless him. It was drugs and and all sorts of stuff. I think he was just there to find some boys and stuff to be honest with you yeah. that's what he was say you wanted the truth that's what he was there for find some yeah. boys they hired me but I, i'm not gay it's time to, not that there's anything wrong with it but i think that's what he was thinking at first and they were stuck with me and then they then they they didn't care if i could act let's put it that way <laughs> right. well i don't <laughs> know okay. i know You're I know. Right. well
7: i know yeah i mean I, I just think it's interesting that you kind of like you did that thing with Curtman, and then it was kind of like, okay, let's go to some quality people who know what they're doing.
1: <laughs> so, well, when you meet at the Howard Johnsons on 40th <laughs> for all your business meetings, I mean, I had a diner. I called my office, but, you know, you're right. in business. Don't yeah, no.
7: Um, and I don't want to take – I know everyone else has other questions, but you mentioned Ron Hud, so I would love to know more about Ron Hud because he is it's one level. of – kind of my dream guys. I <laughs> Vincent not blame too. So you know, Chuck, and, handsome, Chuck and I have some.
1: Yeah. R- Ron lived in a loft as well. He painted. Mm-hmm. He's a very artistic guy. Quiet. Pure seventies, eighties mustache. And, um, I, I knew him well enough where we were friends, but it was through the business. We didn't hang, but I had been to his place once. Um, he didn't party, uh, that i knew he came and did his job uh and he was good at it he was just a, a beautiful man he was a good man a handsome man yeah. and very nice to everybody
5: mm-hmm.
1: you know well, it's, it's you. those that should get the highest accolades but they don't mm-hmm. because the crazies like us and mickey over here we don't <laughs> but he he's that's cool but ron was if you want to my quarterback is uh, josh allen your mm-hmm. robot. He's perfect. Tall, handsome. He's perfect. Ron Hub was perfect for that business to be the, the right. straight man, you know? right. And, right? And and he was a good guy, right? Yeah.
7: Well, thank you for being here and answering my questions. And I have to say, just before I unmute myself back up, but um, you for the for the small, small amount of films you did, your track record is really great. I mean, and I think that's something that you should be very proud of. Is that you. you appeared in so many? Even like you mentioned, Lydia Lace, really underrated movie that everyone should see. It's yeah, it's kind of like the sister film to Mascara in ways. It's very, very raw, psychological, weird stuff. But yeah, no, you have a great track record, and I think I'm really glad that you kind of came out of the woodwork and are talking about this. And, and and yeah, I think it was a great move. And i and I'm and um yeah, I think a lot of us are really grateful that you're willing to now share your memories and stories about these movies so thank you so much we really appreciate it can't take all
1: love thank
7: you thank <laughs> you're you. welcome anytime you know i love you buddy
0: yeah i love you too brother. you bet. uh hey let's switch over to charles and charles what's going on today Um
4: morning another 49ers loss and it was to the cowboys and i'm hanging in there uh, oh, sorry buddy uh, at least you it, know not it is bad. what it is but I want—I I'm glad that you have Sean Elliot on the show. Thank you. I have to ask Sean, and you know, um, I don't know if people are, you know, ticked off with me asking the same question to everybody who comes on the show, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Uh, but I'm going to ask it anyway, Sean. What was your acting? What was your acting background? Getting into porn. My acting background before it, In and part because I just want to know and I'm curious, and you know, it just seems to me like a lot of the actors from the seventies or eighties were doing acting, and then they got into porn. I think
1: because you know, oh, okay. closed, I, and they that opened. I I think I, I I think I can. Anybody that knows me, Charles, knows that I try to be as rigorously honest as I possibly can. Mm-hmm. At that time. To answer your question, I was married for to a girl for a year, and when one's auditioning, it's hard to get a regular nine-to-five job. I took a few of them, worked for a place called Jack's Bargain Discount across from Macy's, and it was a bargain because they got me for buckus as far as the money, and so I quit. Right. But I had to audition, and I was trying to uh, enter the world of, uh, of theater and film and television, and you're auditioning all the time and you're taking classes and I was taking uh, commercial classes and going to the studio and uh, getting headshots and all that stuff costs money. And I had a a, a apartment in Queens with my wife, then wife. I made a conscious decision that I was either going to leave New York or I got to do something to make some money. So it comes down to the greenback. And they took me. It was like, who knew? So even though it was Lenny, that springboarded me immediately to i believe it was uh, ron sullivan i think the first thing i did after that was debbie does dallas too the name brand on that is an actor i'm going i'm in debbie does dallas this is great uh what a what a brand that is and so um and that got me into more work but it, it really was not a, a moral thing a good bad or indifferent um, if i If I couldn't get it up, I would have been out of the business. If I couldn't speak a dialogue, I would have been out of the business. They took me. I ran with it. What got me out of it was I made a conscious decision to really try to go the other way. And uh, it didn't pan out that well. And if I had stayed, I I don't know what would have happened. I think I I could have done something in it. And uh, part of it, that was on me. But that's what made me go into it.
4: Okay. I was just interested because I know a lot of people who went into porn. In my own judgment, they were really good actors and actresses. And looking at one of them on the so screen, and Richard,
1: yeah, that's how I cut did, you off. I did
4: not know what brought them into you know this. And it. it's like it's one of those things that I've always kind of it's an existential thing. It's like it's like I always want to know what brought them into that. You
1: know. I think it's well documented in the 70s, you know, come up from the hippie generation. You had a lot of people that were college students and things like that. And they, it was more free love. And, and uh, you know, if you go back to the you know, Darby Lloyd, Rain, people that I, a little before my time. But then uh, in our era, it was, I liken it, it sounds, it sounds old school, but I liken it to Boogie Nights. I mean, you're going from film to video. Money's coming in. It's, uh, it's a whole different gig. And um, I think the people that came in early, to be honest with you, a lot of them, um, the ones that came through it, God bless them, because there was a lot of talent, but a lot of them fell by the wayside, drugs, things like that. So I, I was there at a very interesting time. That I won't deny. That time from 81 to probably 85, 86 in the East Coast, was crazy, man. I got to meet so many well-known people. Well, I'm friends with some of them today, because they got into the. They wanted to be around us. We were like stars. It was pretty cool. But I don't. I, I, I don't have know, an answer. I was, I, I'm I trying to help college, you, but I don't really know what makes somebody tick to get into it. I, I like I like in, theater, so I did it.
4: Right. Uh, I was in college until '87 and wasn't into theater, but I was creative and you know it was always one of those things that it's like how do you get into this and I didn't and I wish I had
1: and it was like
4: it was a raptor
1: to act to to, to do what to just be involved in it yeah never too late
5: hey Sean I was I was able to be in the um which I founded the Debbie Does Dallas 99 oh Debbie Does Dallas The Next Generation so I'm in your
2: franchise,
1: but later. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> <Blader. laughs> Ron's fat family's franchise. Yeah, that's cool. I did not know that. I'll have to look at them. That's awesome. <laughs> now, Bambi wasn't in those. I, I, no, was no, she? She, No, that was in 90. It was in 98. Oh, 90. it yeah,
5: yeah, eight yeah. It was. Vivid
1: did it. Who did? But, Vivid did it?
5: Yeah, Alexis Locklear, Nina Hartley,
1: all them were in it. Oh, Nina. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Never got to I work with this. her. That would have been great. Yeah, well, that's cool. I looked that up,
4: Nikki. So glad to see you. That's cool. That's it. Right. I always find it. I always find it interesting to see how people got into it and what their acting background was, because I really wish that I had gotten into more acting. You know, just because I feel like I would have liked it, I would have enjoyed it, I would have been comfortable.
1: Were you married at the time? Did you have I am. I'm, I'm about you... fifty. I'm fifty five. You no, know. I mean, back then, were you married? I was not. I was going to say, because no. if you were, responsibilities, get into this game. It's, I got, I got that's married, why I, I, all I of them are married. There's no instant success. I'm sorry hurt. to over-talk you. you Go know. ahead. I apologize. No, I, I
4: got married in the late 90s. My ex-wife would not have
1: been happy with that, but, you know. So. You have to go by your, one has to go by their gut. One of the reasons I got out is because I didn't stick with my gut. Uh, right. You got to, I, I listened to a different voice and uh, especially for the actresses. I mean, my God, you know, it's, it's like, uh, and that Pine said to me the other day, she said, uh, you might've seen it, Patrick or Casey. It was like, um, it's out there, your public persona now. And that doesn't change so I it's, people get you know,
4: into the, whatever their voices are at
1: what you know whenever they listen to it and you know
4: you
5: i will know, tell you this because i, I want to get it in
1: i love the so, 1980s but they were a difficult time it was a different time i i will say this though after meeting all the people here it, it's i am humbled by it and i am uh in retrospect with 35 years or so The people, the real goodness of them, and I'm friends with some of the people from that day now, uh, Sue and uh, Annette Hines and Mickey, Richard, I like to call a friend. Uh, These people, back then, I could see them. Even though we didn't cross paths, I knew when they were shooting. I knew who they were working for, even on the West Coast. And they—they're good people because he worked in one of the best movies with uh, John Leslie. Well, I worked with John in uh, Firestorm, and me and John took a taxi back from. Um, we did that. Was it Buckley? I forgot. No, Firestorm was. um Rob was, it, was was, Winters. Oh, it was Howard Winner's. Cecil Howard. Was mm-hmm. it just Howard? Win- oh yeah, he just did it. A- well, great movie. That was great. Really good for um, Eric. But uh, I remember John and I wanted to get back to the city, and we rode a taxi, and that's how I became his friend. We just came back, and he gave me such good advice, and he would just sit with me, and i go, man, I won't be you someday. When I was really into it, it was right knee deep, like two years before I left. And he goes, you got talent, man. You'll do it. And we got into the midtown, and it's raining out. I just remember this. And John Leslie gets out of the – it's like Superman with a cape. Just gets out of the fucking taxi and hops out. I never saw him again. But that one day on the set, I got to work with him, and he played my, uh, Joanna Storm was my girlfriend, and he played Joanna's dad. So these are the type of people, and I sat at a pool, I've told Eric this uh, many times, that the day on the Firestorm set, before I was to go on with a scene with Kay Parker, I was a little nervous, and I'm out, and he's tanning at the pool. It sounded like him, he's sitting there just popping a tan. He's got the metal thing going, sitting in a pool, like a real actor, because I still didn't believe I was doing this for a living, and um, he calmed me down, go do it, case of pro, and she was, and she pulled me through the set in more ways than one.
0: <laughs> hey, thanks, Charles. Hey, let's switch things up to Minnesota. Alex is with us. Alex, how are you doing today?
3: I'm doing pretty well. Thanks for having uh, me. Um, hi, first off... Uh, or, yep. I, uh, first off, I wanted to say, like, how fitting is it that like a nice Jewish boy's first scene was in the borscht belt? <laughs> yeah. <Hide> the salami. <laughs> so, uh, my my question is, um, how was the backstage culture with your mainstream work versus your adult
1: work? For the most part, well, in theater, I did some off Broadway. That's a real neat. That's Uh, everybody's always tense. Everybody's flying on Broadway. But on television, on on the soap opera, I was a day player, and uh, I would work with a specific group of talent two days a week, generally. You did your stuff. They were nice, but I was more scared because in that world, real quick story, one of the first things I did on Another World was I was a waiter before I even got a part, and I'm holding a tray of uh, drinks, they were opening up this restaurant, top of the world. And I came out of commercial and I'm carrying the drinks and I'm supposed to, they block the scene. I'm supposed to go out behind this partition. And so the main two characters are speaking because I can't get off set. So I got to be hidden. And all of a sudden you hear, because the money's there in that business. And I heard a director, an AD on a microphone saying, is that a foot I see? And it was my foot. And, they, and soap operas, they're on the budget, even though they got money, and they didn't want to shoot that scene again. I thought it'd never work again. So it was scarier, is what I'm saying. It was scarier. But um, they did shoot the scene again. They hired me again. So uh, the porn set was a lot more fun. A lot more fun. It was loose. You know, it was beautiful. I, I mean, I was a kid in a candy store. You got gorgeous girls that like you. And you're getting paid to be somebody else in your twenties, I mean, who wouldn't sign up for that? It was fantastic. The tap, they were so good. And the girls wanted to be like mothers, most of them. Some of them were, old, as you would say, Jewish boys, some of them were nuts. They'd party all night. But the ones like Lisa DeLeu and Kate Parker and, um, and Tigger and uh, Lisa B, they were cool girls and they'd mother you and they would just hang with, I don't have a mother thing, but they would just hang with you and they were sensual. Real boobs, real, they were sexy girls, man. Flawed. Uh, we talk about a mole of a famous star all the time. It was the nicest mole I ever saw. She was great. And uh, am I going too far? Am I speaking too
0: well? <laughs> hey, we sure appreciate Alex stopping by. Alex, thanks is your first time. Thanks, Alex. Oh, no, this is my second time. Second time. All right, excellent. Well, don't be a stranger. We'll see you again soon sometime. Jose is with us, and Jose, I, I, I gave Jose a tip uh, earlier. I said, "Clean your, uh, your lens on your camera," and he did. And he of course, I did. Picture perfect. You know, When somebody
8: knows something, I learn. I listen. And, I learn. <laughs> and but no, no. The only good thing is I have to learn to get into the zoom when it starts. <laughs> hey, you totally You're coming yeah. up, baby. Yeah. Andrew, Andrew. Yes, uh, I saved my story for those days. By the way, just one quick little word. For the, you were asking if that gentleman was married, uh, Charlie. I was married, and I still am. And tomorrow is my 57 years. Oh, nice. Very <laughs> nice. And believe it or not, most of the time I was rehearsing my scene with my wife. Hey, that's the best way to do it, wife. Yeah.
0: For sure. Okay. Okay. Um, well, uh, Jose's going to be a guest. Hey, in, uh, hey Patrick,
5: Patrick, one thing yeah. to him. Happy wife, happy life.
0: Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, Jose's going to be a guest uh, February 28th. So we're going to have a good session with him. He's going to tell us all his secrets and, and every, everybody he knew and dish the dirt and everything like that.
1: Yes. That's the that's the episode when his wife says, I thought that was somebody else all those years. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I didn't know it was you. All right. Glad to, glad to have you here. Happy. Hey, there she is. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right. Eric Monty is with us. Eric, how are we doing tonight? I'm doing all the dying
8: Pat. Great, you great know, show I'm so lo- far, Sean. How about that? Yeah, I'm loving it. You know why, Sean, I got to tell you. Um, first, I want to say hello to my favorite gal, Tara. Hello, Tara. Does she hear me? Yeah, well, she can hear you. Okay. I thought
2: I was your favorite gal. Okay, I'm jealous now. <laughs> oh, <geez>. Hi, <laughs> you.
8: We're all the favorite gal. Hi, Tara. We'll Hi, have you, to share you. you. No, no, it, Sean, when you talk, you sound, you express everything as like it's, it's, a, it's a second come. It's like my alter ego. Everything you say. I, was, I had acting training. I wanted to be an actor, but I fell into this very serendipitously. But hell, I was getting paid and I was having sex with these beautiful women, right? Gorgeous, I mean, Tracy Adams, Tiger Ray, Chris Barrington, Debbie Diamond, Nina Hartley, and getting paid for it, you know? And anybody that tells me it differently, I mean, like I said, I caught a lot of flack from, you know, relatives of five this over and over again. But that old saying goes way back. Um, uh, Sean, can you hear what I'm saying? Sean, yeah. There's an old saying in philosophy, saying, I'd rather regret going, I'd rather regret going something that I did than something that I didn't do. And had I not done this, I would have regretted it. You follow me? I did it. I caught a lot of flack from so-called friends who abandoned me, family who, you know, I don't care. If I died I had to do it all over again, I regret nothing. The girls were, like you said, it was, it was, I broke in the same time you did. It was 83. I, I was in, but I stayed till 99. Now, I didn't do a whole lot of films like Richard and Sean and, uh, you know, John Leslie. I only did about 100, but I'm saying over those years. That's a, years. But it was, a lot of work. I, I love the act. I love the acting, Sean, and I love, you know, the sex. Addressing Charles. Charles, a great point up, you know. Things happen, Charles. When you you want to do something, things seem to fall into place in the universe when, when it's just meant to be. That's what I believe. Things just fall into place. Serendipitous happenings just fall into place. But when you talk, Sean, I mean, honestly... You speak from my heart. I mean, you're honest. I really admire you. You speak like it. The girls were gorgeous, and anybody tells me differently. A lot of these guys that condemn me, not only, not only wouldn't they do it, but they couldn't do it, which is not that easy. <laughs> so anyway, so I, I commend you. And I'm, you're one of the most fantastically interesting people I've ever met in this, in this room. I'm glad I came along tonight. Wow. Thank you, Philadelphia. Yeah, my father used East.
1: to say, if I had to do it all over again, I'd do it all over you. So maybe I took it from.
8: There. But I went after the World's Coast from time to time. That's right. So I was kind of by coast on the way, you know. But like I said, you, everything you're saying, I'm going right on, right on, right on. It was right a on. great
1: life. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. We were young, and you know? it was, and it was, it was. a lot. I there was some, like some negatives, were but it was a
8: great life. They were gorgeous, and they were nice, and they were very nurturing, and they were. They were. Mm-hmm. I mean, here's a guy I couldn't get a prom date. I could. I was in college. I couldn't get a prom date. And all these girls found out about, that. Bad. And to this day, I say, good for you girls. I don't care. <laughs> okay. I said my piece. <laughs> all right. Uh, I, I did want to share a message that Sue Nero
0: sent. And she says, uh, sorry, I can't be with you on the Zoom call tonight. Uh, however, I would like to say that Sue Nero sends her love and will never forget how hot you were in- <laughs> and has grown to cherish your friendship after reconnecting after all these years. That,
1: that speaks volumes. Yes. Thanks, Sue, man. You're going to be my agent again. I love that. Thank watch,
0: you. She'll, she'll watch this in a couple of days.
1: So I hope so. She's a doll. Very. We all know her. She's. Uh, she's got the biggest heart. Uh, she's just a good person. And this is what I mean about coming back into the fold uh, to see her and to meet her. Uh, just, I didn't know her that well even when we worked together, but now is a grown-up? She's fantastic. What a lovely lady. And so I'm Thank you. She's damn hot, too, man. That hair. Oh, that, that uh, those legs. Yeah, Susie was something else. We worked together on... Uh, we shot that scene in Plato's Retreat, actually. That was... On, uh, was that Lydia Lace? That's what that she it? said, yes. Yeah, Lydia Lace. We, we shot that scene with her and uh, Lisa Centrice. I had a, a, three, a three-way with her and Lisa Centrice, and that was in Plato's Retreat at night. Where I saw Sammy Davis Jr. shooting pool one night. Good
0: story. With just Aaron, a rope. Uh, and he said, Sammy, keep your eye on the ball. <laughs> That's it. Aaron is with us. Hey, Aaron,
2: man, how are you man, doing? Man.
3: Not bad. Not bad. Just uh, you know, trying to feel better. We already went to all that earlier. I just I uh, know people haven't mentioned it yet, but I'll be the first. In a few days, we all hit Christmas. So I want to wish everybody on the Zoom session. A uh, happy holidays, a merry, merry warm Christmas. Hope you all get to spend that with your families and uh, your friends. And you all have a really great and good time. One of the few times we actually get to enjoy something here in 2020. Um, I want to say hello to uh, everybody that I know on this session. Uh, Kathy, Casey, Eric, Jose, Richard. uh probably the second and third love of my life, Mickey Lynn. (laughs) So I just want to say thank you. I just want to say hello to all of you. And I also want to give a shout out to Tara. Um, When you get that little uh, special gift basket, uh, I'll be including some things into that that I'm sending Patrick, Tara. So I just wanted you to know that.
6: Merry Uh, Christmas
3: to you too, Aaron. Merry Christmas, Tara. I'm glad that you were on and I'm glad that I could – let you know that I'll be sending some goodies up your way myself. So oh, really? With, wow. Yes, I've, I've got a couple of things in mind, and uh, in fact uh, Patrick's already got a couple of them as we speak, but um, so to uh, get to Sean's night, Sean's big night, um, I just yes. want to uh, say I'm uh, glad that we're finally able to do this session with you. I've gotten to know you through Facebook for quite some time, and Yep. Uh, I consider you to also be a friend, and I love the fact that you just showed up, Bambi Woods, and representing. Thank you for that.
1: That's why I did that.
3: So, uh, going going with that uh, course of uh, questions, you know, my question is going to deal with Debbie Does Dallas too, because you're one of the few people that I actually know that got to work with the very ventilating sensatious, beautiful Bambi Woods, my all-time favorite. Um, I have no shame in saying that. Bambi Woods is what got me into enjoying adult entertainment. Um, and to this day, I still love watching her films. So Debbie does Dallas too. You got Jose in the room. they got you in the room. So if you both want to share some, Wonderful, Debbie does Dallas. Two stories. I guarantee you've got a huge fan right here, literally, that would love to hear them.
1: Jose, why don't you start with that? Not in Debbie. No,
3: I'm not in uh, Debbie Does Dallas. You were okay. in Debbie Does Dallas too, weren't you?
8: No. i Somebody well. look better. Somebody look better than me. I'm gonna kill him.
7: I think that's before Jose started in the business. That was
8: 81? Yeah, and I start
3: 83. Okay, my fault, and I must have mistaken you for somebody else, Jose. I'm sorry. That's
1: okay. okay. If he pays pays my bill, I'm all right with that. The man that I knew in Debbie Does Dallas, too, was uh, Ron Jeremy played played the, the police chief. Alan Adrian and Sean Elliott played deputies and Ron HUD played a sheriff uh, as far as the guys the girls oh, uh, think, go ahead I
8: think you mistake for second
1: because Are you talked to
8: me Sucker, no um, oh, uh, you know. yeah. yeah I was in second with Ron Jeremy and Annette Hines uh, Ashley
1: Wells was in it uh, Lisa B uh she was silver and uh no i would have probably remembered jose i i don't recall that i'm taking the brothel scene i mean the days that i was there i had a really fun scene with alan adrian we had we had to fall down a snowbank in new jersey in the winter that opens the movie uh the credits are rolling opening credits we're rolling down the snowbank and i forgot who the ad was on that but he was driving a car you Obviously, you know this movie well. I do remember it was a cold, frigid day, and on this road in New Jersey, uh, the scene opens up where we fall down and we see Bambi, uh, we see Debbie, walking on the highway because it's the second scene. Arbola was in it. He's driving a truck, and he drops her off because I don't think, I don't know if they had, uh, I don't know if there was a scene where they shot a money scene or not. But then, very quickly, he drops her off in his rig and me and Alan Adrian see her. We got binoculars and we're doing like an Abbott and Costello kind of comedy bit and oversized hats and this we look ridiculous and I weighed about 110 at the time because it was the early <laughs> 80s and I didn't sleep. It was just ridiculous and then uh, Bambi comes walking up it was the first time I met her it was on that set and we had to have this is what I remember, I'll give you a story. What I remember is if you look at that scene, there's a lot of dialogue in a very consigned time of bam. in the shot, the master shot is Bambi, Allen and me, and we're still young actors and we got it in one take. Everybody had to know their lines, say it, turn to the other person and get it. And we got that We said, wow. Then they cut, then the, the AD drives a car over and they open that scene and I'm in the back seat with Bambi uh, molesting her. And she's going, no, no, help me, help me. And we were, I was kissing her neck. We were feeling and bo- We were just having a blast. And then Ron HUD pulls up. Well, moving, You know, and then Ron HUD takes him away from me and Alan. And we right. lose out. Yeah. So that, but I remember the dialogue in that, in that set there. And like I said, the only other time I met her, I think I met her one more time in that set, but the only other time was at the airport but for that brief moment, we had some good dialogue, and I worked with Bambi Woods. I mean, and, and I got to play around with her. It was great. She was, she was cool.
3: Yeah, I was going to say, you know, to, to have, like you said, a short career that you wish you would have had, you know, a lot more time in, to have one of your biggest highlights that you got to work with one of the biggest, you know, stars in the business at the time, even if it just wasn't, a, you know, it wasn't a sex scene, but still, you got to work with Bambi Woods i got to tell you, that's still a career accomplishment for anybody.
1: Well, you are definitely her muse, and I can understand it. Uh, She's fantastic. She's right up there. And plus, because she didn't do much, she, and maybe that's one that I'm lucky that way, because there was, she's certainly not oversaturated. She did that like a Linda Loveless. And I mean, Bambi, everybody knows Bambi Woods. Everybody knows that genre. That's it. If she got a hundred movies, it wouldn't have been the same, you know. That's no. how I think. But, uh but you know, I have to. I have to go. With Aaron. I work with Kate Parker. I work with Joanna Storm. I work with in a movie, not a sex scene with Nina Hartley. I worked with I, I, not Nina Hartley, um, Veronica I can't Hart? her name though, huh?
0: Veronica Hart.
1: Veronica Hart. I worked with. Um, I think it was Veronica Hart. I worked, uh, but in scenes. I mean, with Lisa B, Samantha. I mean, Lisa DeLeo, Tigger, Tigger, uh, just a a boatload of people. And John Leslie and Eric Edwards and uh, and Arbola and and whatever, you Ron Jeremy. I mean, four or five movies of Ron. Met Jim South's people. You know, it's funny. I didn't meet you, Richard. We should have really crossed paths because we work with the same people. And it was great. Uh, Sue Nero, Sue Nero, my gosh. See, that's
3: another reason why I'm a bit envious because of other people that you've gotten to work with that you've mentioned, you know, a couple of those names like, you know, Kay Parker, Sue Nero. And I'm I'm honored to be friends with, you know, with Sue on Facebook. I think it's that's absolutely amazing that we've been able to build a rapport and a, and a friendship. But one thing, too, that strike me that you said as far as the male stars, the fact that you got to work with Arbola, again arbola was one of the first actors i ever got to see work and of course debbie does dallas and i became a real fan of his and then when i found out he did a lot of you know other mainstream he was in you know like eating alive and cannibal holocaust but then i would see went over to
1: europe italy right
3: yes and i would see him on regular television shows like night rider and the a-team and you know all of the you know and he Had a pretty spectacular career in uh, in his own right, and again, you were one of the lucky people to actually get to work with him. So we talked about theater
1: too, yeah.
3: So what I'm saying is, for a short career, it's still pretty absolutely amazing.
1: Thank you, yeah, thank you. I I, I didn't really look at the body of work until I met all you guys up, and you're like
3: the John Cassavetes of porn, dude. Do you realize that if you think about it? It's you better know, than what I usually say. I feel like I'm like, Ron you ever the movie
1: Zellig with Woody Allen? I feel like that guy. I, says, I always show up. I'm sitting here partying with Keith Richards on a Monday and screwing Samantha Fox on a Tuesday. And I don't know what the hell. People don't know me. And it's it's nuts. It was, it was a fun freaking time. Literally, that's the true story. I'm sitting with Keith Richards and Iggy Pop and a guy from Barney Miller who won that sex with me, Ron Glass. And I'm working on a porn shoot <laughs> the next day. I became friends with, <laughs> with Nile Rodgers. And and it was I felt like selling, so I'm going to take John Cassavetes, and I worked with his wife in a movie called Gloria, actually, in a diner scene. Nice, Gina Rollins, yeah, yeah. All right, worked with Gina you... Rollins. Yeah, that's John Cassavetti's. Yeah, right. I
3: know you. you yeah, wanna... a movie
1: called Gloria.
3: Okay, any yeah. any Great. highlights of working with Gina Rollins that you want to
1: share? She walked. It, it was just a day player scene. It was a little more than an extra. One thing I liked about it, it went to what they call golden time because it took a long shoot, so I got a better check. Not that it's about the money, but when you're sitting there doing nothing, get paid and get lunch. Do you have time for one quick legit story? You bet. You bet. He made me think of it. I did a movie called Chapter Two. I played a baseball player. It was a story of James uh, – Of uh, I can't think. It was a biography of uh, the guy that was married to Marsha Mason, Neil Simon. James Conn is in it with Marsha Mason. We shot a scene in Central Park in the summer. I used to play on the show business league, softball. The best part of that movie was went into overtime, but I had lunch, and because I was on the team, I didn't eat with the extras. and I'm sitting here in Central Park in the summer, looking at the plaza over here. You guys in New York can see this. And Woody Allen comes over. I'm five feet from James Conn. I'm eating lunch with Neil Simon. There's your zealot moment. Hal Linden from Barney Miller is jogging in the park, comes down and I'm eating craft services. And to me, I felt like an actor that day. I said, holy shit, this was mind blowing to me. I'm 23, 24 years old. And then lunch is over. We go out and James Town was the funniest son of a bitch. And we played baseball for like eight hours and got paid good money. That was that was that world.
0: I wish I had done that too. <laughs> but uh, I sell pools instead, so it's cool. Okay. Well. to hang out with Steve <laughs> on. All right. Well, I appreciate everybody stopping by tonight. And, Sean, again, thanks for uh, catching us up and giving us a little history lesson. It's always great to, uh, to have you in, no matter if it's uh, in this role or if it's just a supporting uh, guest to add in details here and there. But we really, really do appreciate you coming on tonight.
1: Thank you, Patrick. Thank you all. It's been a great time. Pleasure. Love you all. Thank you.